Welcome to the Bible Podcast, and this is Adeso Pancho. I'm happy to be with you again this week, and I have a guest with me. Um, but before I introduce my guest, I just want you to know that the Bible Podcast is taking a little bit of a change in that I'm not going to publish as often as I used to. Um, right now, I'm just going to publish once a month and maybe another time if I have a special production or presentation. Um, but it's going to get more exciting because each month I'm going to bring to you one of the Bible ministers that I'm in contact with, that I know, that I've known about. And um, each month is just going to be a time to go deep with these guys, find out how they're doing, what they're doing, the challenges they are going through, the successes they have, and we're just going to encourage one another by hearing each other's story. Now, I know that the story of every person is different, but there's also something that inspires us when we listen to another person share their own stories. Hello, and welcome to the Bivo Podcast. I have a very important guest with me today. It's been, I've known him for a while. Um, actually, when I first met Dr. Osayuki Osazua, he was still doing his PhD in Queen's University. And uh, a lot has changed since then. And uh, this person, um, when I first met him, you know, the position where ministry and Christ was in his life was not, is not the same as where it is now. Um, he has since finished his uh, PhD and done a postdoc and started a company and uh, a lot of good things. Got married, has children. A lot of very good things have happened since I met uh, Dr. Sezua. So I'm just going to let him tell us some of the story by himself. Uh, so, uh, well, we, we call him Yuki, <laughs> that's the name I call him, so uh, I'm going to just ask you, please tell us just a brief, you know, as, as much as you want, um, I'll, I'll just you know, jump in sometimes, but what I want you to do is just tell us briefly your story, how, how you got into faith, how did you get born again, and... Um, you know, let's start with that. How did you come to know Jesus? How did you get born again? Thank you very much, Pastor. Uh, my, it's uh, kind of an unusual story. Uh, I started back up in Nigeria uh, after my youth service. You know, after the school, we go for a one-year youth service. And then I was kind of thrown into life for the whole time, you know. Because back home, when you're in school, you kind of get support from family and parents. And then the youth service kind of signals the beginning of life for you, more or less, for most people. So that was when I realized, you know, I had a really big deficit in terms of my uh, spiritual life. And uh, I come from a background where my parents were not Christians and... Uh, it's more, more or less uh, a polygamous uh, setting. And I would say there was not much of a, a, a bank full of uh, pray, prayers for me growing up. So 
it, it got to the point, you know, after my first uh, year, and I realized that, you know, there was something missing. So that was, this was around 2002. And then I began to really ask questions, um, you know, what is life really about? So at the time I was, uh, I was Catholic and, and uh, luckily for me, I had a system, a kind of uh, support system in church where, you know, there's a, a lot of, uh, well, I would say activities now where you can just go and, from there, I kind of built up this this desire to to know more about about God, and you know that was about the time that I got baptized, and I really felt that I was really you know enjoying this fellowship with God. But at the time, I didn't have a uh, um, a mentor. You know the way the way the system is is it's not like what we have now. They, there's kind of a one-on-one -on -one interaction. And at, at the same time, too, I moved away from um, the city where I was. Well, I actually moved around a bit for the, for the next few years, and it wasn't really a grounding for me in terms of my, my work with God. I haven't accepted uh, Christ and been baptized that into 2002. Up until, uh, yeah, well, maybe I, I was just, I moved from, Spinning City to Oweri, then from here to Germany, then finally to Canada. In the same year that Welcome uh, Assembly came to Kingston, <laughs> although I didn't uh, start in 2010, I did in 2011, and that was where my journey actually began. And after a up and down uh, pattern over the years, and so that's, in a nutshell, how, you know, from 2002 to 2011, where I really found a, a grounding in my faith, and I, I'm going to see tremendous growth in, in my work with God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you for, for that um, introduction. Now, I want to ask you, when when you, this tremendous growth started, what do you think? What brought this 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 start in the growth? Uh, because you're still traveling, you're not home. Uh, but what what made the, what brought the change, the the difference? Um, yeah, thank you. One thing I realized, you know, when you started at Overcome Assembly was that there were so many things I didn't know as a Christian. I didn't really know, and I remember one uh, went on a winter retreat uh, some years ago, and we had this uh, study of uh, uh, Watchman's book, uh, and we were looking at the book of Romans, and then I realized that there's uh, a lot that I've been missing, you know, in my my knowledge of God, and that was actually where I began to piece, you know, things began to piece together in, in my mind and form a, co a coherent uh, picture for me as to why Christ died for me. And the, mean, the real meaning came at this time, and that was how it, it started for me. And mm -hmm. then, you know, every portion of the Bible for me seemed to 
kind of answer some of that part, some of that part of the Bible where I had questions. So I, I'm beginning to see more and more of a, a thorough picture, and it, uh, for me, uh, as time went by, and so that's how it is for me. You know, just growing in the knowledge of God and you know, seeing how true it is that this the the word of God that you hear today. You know, you see, you experience it in your life, and you see how over time is really true. It's not just something you believe anymore. It's something that you know to be true. That's right. That's right. So uh, just for the uh, listeners uh, or viewers, you may not know what he means by overcomers. That's the church where both of us attend, um, and I was pastoring him then. You know, you know, Bible podcast and, and, and my website, adesobanjo.com, is about discipleship. And um, I see what, what uh, Dr. Sesua is saying here is that when he began to be discipled one-on-one, when he, when he had that close discipleship, he began to see what Christ has done for him, and that's how the growth began. Um, so let's, let's move on. Uh, so you, you were doing your PhD when I met you, and uh, it began, at the time, it, it looked as if it wasn't working. Things were prolonging more than usual. Uh, so bring us up to date. Give us a bit of uh, some stories how God has helped you to finish your pro- project, uh, to your, your PhD, and give us just a snippet of how you are now. We're still going to talk about how you minister, but let's talk about where, how you got to from there to where you are now and some of the difficulties that you went through. Yeah, um, my PhD um, time was kind of uh, a very challenging time for me because that was, that was also a time that, you know, it's they say this pressure you know, at that at a certain age, you know, to get married and start a family, and all these were, were happening more or less at the same time. So maybe I should just mention this here. I actually met my wife <laughs> during uh, at Commons Assembly. We had uh, as a, as students, we had this uh, student life group who we meet every week uh, to study the Word of God and you know apply it learn to apply it into our own lives. That was when I met uh, my wife, my my wife now. Uh, actually, it was uh, Pastor Adi that introduced her and, uh, uh, for the first time. And so what I, uh, my PhD program was so such that, you know, I was, I was doing it at the time when I thought in my mind I shouldn't, actually be in school anymore. And that was the first challenge for me. And, you know, you, you, you kind of compare where you are at and how uh, far it is from where you are expected to, to be. And, and you know, there's, there's a lot of uh, uh, kind of differences in, in culture in terms of uh, the way things operate, the educational system here in North America. And, where I just came from uh, in Europe. And also if you add that to the difference back home in, in Nigeria. So that was an initial challenge, challenge for me. And the other thing that I, I also encountered was uh, there was uh, a lot of expectations, you know, 
from my supervisors and yeah which is which is which is uh, expected and but combined with all these other uh, challenges that I've mentioned uh, it was really a difficult time for me but the silver lining in the all of this story is that at that time too uh, I also started attending the workman's assembly and I was you know having a very tremendous uh, support uh, system from uh, the pastors and the uh, my brothers and sisters. So that was what actually helped me, you know, to to scale to scale through the, the, the last two years. So the first two years was well, I was more or less just starting the command assembly in 2011, and uh, so. There was a bit of uh, a lag there in terms of support, but then I got I, I got into uh, this ministry where I, I had a lot of uh, support from my my uh, colleagues and, and friends at church, and that was what really helped me because being home uh, being away from home is it is a lot of uh, challenges also, you know during during the process, and then I also met my wife and then uh, started the family, so. Yeah, it was really uh, challenging. The angle that we I was able to finish uh, in 20, 2014. Mm-hmm. and uh, then there was under then came under phase of uh, challenge. You know, in terms of how uh, to get a job, uh, a job, and uh, get into the uh, into, into the marketplace. So that was another new challenge for me too. Because for one reason or the other, I I don't I didn't seem to fit in in one <laughs> category or the or another. So it took a while for me uh, to really get going. So I luckily I got I got appointment uh, appointed again as postdoc after my my PhD. So I went back to my department where I got a PhD uh, a postdoc. So now a postdoc and. So as God would have it, that, that was where I really honed my skills in my in my field. And uh, initially it was seemed as if it wasn't going anywhere because uh, there wasn't really any uh, advancement in terms of uh, what I was doing. Yes, I was getting a number of experience working from uh, the academics to the industrial application of it but I didn't see where it was going uh, for quite a, a couple of years mm-hmm. then uh, recently um, I, I we had a, a job with with a company here in Kingston and there was this interest you know in my in my research that you know came came to bear. So I now began to see how all the things I've been doing over the years, you know, it became relevant in in uh, in real life, you know, in real applications. And so, just recently, I, I after I finished my postdoc uh, the, uh, appointment with Queens, I got a full time appointment with uh, with the company. And uh, so I'm working with uh, with them right now. 
then also on my um, on the on the private uh, front, I am I've been working on my own research for quite a while, and I started a company here in Kingston. And based on our research, we we have a filed a patent on on a new technology, and the government of Canada was interested in it, so we got some funding from them also to to carry on this research. So in, in a nutshell, it's been a it's been a, a very interesting journey from having uh, knowing what what uh, was going to happen to so seeing how God you know in His faithfulness has made it possible to make all the time that I've learned the learning and all the experience that I've gathered to put them put them in full use now you know in different. Uh, levels it's, it's it's a blessing it is it is indeed you know um some some of the things that you have just said very quickly and i know we don't have a lot of time but there are certain things there like the patent like you know you are an inventor god helped you to invent certain things and god positioned you to get uh some some work with the with the government for your own private business god opened the doors for you to get a job in kingston so if the idea of even staying in Kingston is is is, is interesting because with the with the nature of your research, you would not think that you could get a job in a small city, right? Uh, so so let's let's move this discussion to ministry now. When did you begin begin to see yourself as a minister, not just a, a worker, a business person, or researcher? Uh. So I think right from the beginning, there was always this, uh, this focus, you know, on workplace ministry. I think that that was where it all began, how uh, we got this idea that God is using us in everywhere we are to move his kingdom forward. So I realized that, you know, I'm not just in the workplace just in uh, money or income, and there as a representative of of Christ. So that means that every uh, colleague that I have in the office, even my boss, I should desire that that they they come to know Christ. One thing that I have realized is that God uses uh, whatever He has given you to move this kingdom forward. So I realized that that is the case. I mean, that I don't, I'm going to have to make full use of it. every opportunity that God has given me, every access that I have, every uh, opening that he has given me to, uh, you know, introduce Christ in a way, in, in, to the fullest things that like, he is, so that people will see there's a difference in, in your lifestyle, in the way you, you uh, in your conversation and in everything that, that you do, then that would kind of create an attraction. And just to give an example, recently I I was discussing with a colleague uh, about the work I've been doing about one of the inventions that we we uh, developed, and the question came that how did you think did you know that something like this would work? Because it is kind of counterintuitive to what our training, you know, 
portrays or, or says. So my question was, my answer was that <clears throat> this is just a kind of a way to tell you that what I am doing now is not my own, my own uh, knowledge, that I have a, a, a higher uh, being, you know, I have God, I, I have God, you know, giving me this, this you know, knowledge. Because my one prayer that I always pray that I that I have the mind of Christ, you know, having that access to to the limited knowledge and wisdom of God is some is something that makes the difference in in this case and in, in every case. So what I've learned to do is that since uh, what I'm about in the workplace, whatever I'm whatever I'm doing, the summary. Is to or is to advance the kingdom of God, and the only way it can be done properly is to actually rely on the mind of Christ to make it work. Once I got that, I just let go, and lo and behold, everything begin to fall into place. You see, it's not something that you have to to not make an effort anymore. Yes, you you play your part, yes, but then you let God direct every step. And that's how it, we've come to this uh, stage where everything seems to be uh, working because we, we allow God to, to, to move us forward and move forward. So the, for the company right now, we we are having uh, so many uh, interests in, in many quarters, the government, um, the private sector, and I'm, I'm meeting people that I never knew I would meet, I will ever meet. So this is access I was mentioning. God creates access for you to meet people, people that may never set their foot uh, in a church or even tune into uh, a podcast about the word, the word of God. So being able to, to interact with them and let them see something in you that we attract them to the God, I think that, that is something that's really valuable. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. You know, there's certain things you mentioned there that I would like to highlight. The fact that your invention is counterintuitive. It's not what someone would think of easily from your training, you know, and, and God inserted that into your heart and you were able to share that with somebody else because they asked you. So, I want to just highlight that, that many of the ministry, a lot of time when we minister, before we even begin to speak, God is already speaking through his work in our lives. And that's why I wanted you to share your story, because for every minister, especially the Bible ministers, your life itself is already a tool to minister. We should expect God to do some miracles in our lives. And when we, from that point, we can begin to speak, you know. So thank you for, for sharing that. And um, I, I want you to also talk about, in, in Bible ministry, you know, people that are listening, most of them are Bible ministers. They, have, they want to be encouraged and strengthened. What are, what, what's the challenge that you have experienced? And what, what are this, I, I think you've already talked about what you enjoy, which is the fact that God keeps opening up doors for you to speak to people that I, as a pastor, sometimes will not be able to minister to. And, and you, even other Bible ministers, for, for example, doctors, they minister to p- different people than researchers like you. So apart from that, is there any other thing you want to add to 
the benefits, but I want you to talk a little bit about the challenges um, so that people will know that they are not the only ones facing some of these difficulties. Yeah, uh, for me, one, one thing that I've come to realize is that I've, it took me a while to kind of get, grab this, this uh, idea or this understanding of what a Bible minister is. And I haven't realized that. So there's a knowing now that then it has to lead to a doing. <laughs> so that's the part that, that I am struggling with right now because uh, initially I never thought I would be uh, anywhere near ministry. I'm a scientist, so I am so comfortable talking about, you know, what I, what I do all day. I, I could just talk about it all day. Then I'm just, my challenge now is how to translate, how, when, when to switch from talking about the, my, my science uh, and going into, you know, my relationship with God, and then kind of use that to, to be an attraction. So what I focused on mostly was just, you know, to uh, create in the minds of people that I interact with that there is something different from what they are used to about about me, about what I do. So but I still need to push it to the edge a bit. So that's where I, that's where the challenge is for me. You know, I think maybe I need some formal training on that. Know. <laughs> but that's basically the challenge for me. When when do I go switch or when do I just move the, a little bit to the side? Or do I go forward? That that's just the, the 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 challenge for me right now. And sometimes it's really natural if I if I'm a bit used to the person I'm I'm speaking with, I could just switch you know when when i i get the urge to to do that but i could be in a in a like a conference call for example and i'm talking about my work then i may not have the opportunity to go personal but i also pray you know for somebody you know within a group to maybe connect with me on on a personal level and maybe then i can use that as an opportunity to to go further so for me, I'm just using this whole thing that God is doing you know, through me as kind of an example for somebody to, to say, ah, this, this life is best lived through Christ, you know, by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's uh, uh, something I'm getting used to. So <laughs> it's good. Thank you. And you know, you're not the only person. I, I had that problem myself when I was still working um, most, more in the, in the secular world than in the church world. I used to have the, when am I going to switch? How do I switch? But you know, the first step is what you've already known, that you are a minister, first of all. And I have a course on my, on, my, on my website that does that, that also helps other people. It's called the Bible Minister Course. It helps other people to um, know that they are ministers. That's the, but then there are other courses which we, uh, I'm preparing that helps to 
you know, give you know, more, more concrete steps on how to transition, how to invite. But you already mentioned them. You, you cannot just jump into discussion about Christ without building relationship. So we need to just keep building that relationship and then trust in the Holy Spirit. And, and of course, before all of that, there's prayer. Uh, praying for the people and trusting God to give us the cue. So uh, you, you're in the same place where most people are and uh, everybody is always waiting and it's the Holy Spirit that, that does that. So yeah, uh, you, we've been blessed by your testimony and I'm sure that uh, people that have heard this, they're encouraged to, to see that you can just be in an ordinary a person just doing your own thing and God begins to open doors for you, not so that you can have more money uh, only, but so that you can have more access. That's what I hear you saying, that all these doors that he's opening, of course, you have more money, but it's much more than that. It's so that you can have more access to people who may not hear the gospel otherwise. Uh, yeah, so... Thank you so much for giving us your time and sharing. I'm, I'm going to call you back again, maybe a couple of years or months, depending on uh, how it goes. So you come and tell us what's, what's going on. Uh, is there any other thing you wanted to say, uh, last closing re remarks um, um, for the people? Yeah, uh, I think uh, for me, you know, it's, it's really important to kind of uh, have a clarity as to why we are here. And now, for me, recently, I realized that uh, God could just have, have you know, taken you away after, after you got saved, and then that's it. So there's a, there's a reason why we, we are still here after we receive Christ as our Lord and Savior. And so it's to focus on that why. And, you know, in, in doing that, we, we, we begin to, to kind of uh, narrow down on the purpose for which we are we are here, and that's something that I'm, I'm working on right now. Uh, God is working on me too, so I just want to encourage myself and everybody that this is something that we should really focus on, and and see how and how it's going to take us and where it's going to take us. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, I, I like what you just said, and that's that's what adisubanjo.com is all about. I, I just God opened my eyes to see that if one million Christians can just focus on winning one person, not, not two, not three, not going on a crusade and, and a multitude, just one or two for another one or two years, it's just that's two million people coming into Christ, but not just coming into Christ. They are, those people stay there to disciple them like you. Like, like I was there with you and, and the church was there, small group, we're growing together. So if all of us will focus like that, we will get another dimension of the move of God. We have gifted evangelists that go and win millions, but then they cannot disciple millions. And so, but if we have this going on the side, then we have the church of God moving forward. Uh, and people beginning to see solutions to their problems. God really involved in the everyday life so uh, i'm excited uh to to hear all that you're saying and i'm sure others that are listening are also encouraged to see that uh, god wants to use us uh, thank you again and may the lord continue to bless you and increase you in mm -hmm. jesus name amen, amen. thank, thank you, you. <laughs> yes that's it i uh, just want to so if you've enjoyed that 
this podcast, you enjoyed this episode of the Bible Podcast, I want you to please remember to visit adesobanjo.com. That's A-D-E-S-O-B-A-N-J-O. And uh, leave a comment right there. Now, apart from that, there's this course that I have for every Bible minister. If you are if you're a Bible minister and you would like to really get into making disciples regularly, that means bringing people into Christ, uh, to just introducing people to Christ, helping them to know who they are in Christ and releasing them to go out and, and do the same, then there's this course that you should have, uh, you should take. I think every Bible minister should go through this course. It's called the Bible minister course, just really helping to make discipleship easy and uh, and uh, it's free. It's it's made free by my partners, and I really thank everyone that has sent something and and is partnering with me regularly uh, for this ministry. God bless you. And so I encourage you to go to adesubanjo.com. It's right there on the homepage. You you can register and take this course. It's it's going to be a blessing to you. God bless you, and uh, have a wonderful wonderful week. Uh, Next week, next month, you're going to have another Bible minister.